You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Can't get enough of Cthulhu in Cairo? Join our Patreon for as low as $3 per month to access special features and bonus content. You can find us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. We're probably like, I don't know, around the 125s now, 130s, but whatever it is, you're here with us and we appreciate that. We miss you guys. Uh, we hope you're enjoying these shows. The entire cast, again, without Ella, because Ella seems, uh, according to Jack and Faye, may have been taken to the other place, the uh, the world where the monoliths were and where the Teketu roam and the one there Faye had seen in the Yucatan all those 14 and a half years ago. So we have a serious problem on our hands. The boat is now steaming forward. The captain is at the helm. He's trying to get a sense of his navigating and his navigation. The uh, The team is, it's 2.30 in the morning. Uh, they are, like I said, they are steaming back towards Mexico. They're probably up to about half the ship speed, about seven knots. And that's where we're going to pick up. So Jack, Fay, you were trying to drum out the pattern and reestablish some sort of a portal or a gateway based on the rhythmic drumming, but nothing seemed to work. And you were at it for, I don't know how long, Jack, Faye, what do you think? Half hour, 40 minutes? Time melted away during that drumming. Okay, so an hour. So it's Could probably close to three. Been 10 hours, I have no idea. I honestly yeah. think that they probably would have gotten, God knows how long they were drumming before all of a sudden he realized he knew the drumming. And then, you know, it's kind of like kids scared at night waiting for their parents to get home. You're like, has it been right. seven days? You know, the fact yeah, that you we... were left alone for seven days as a child is a little no, bit... it's not real, but you know, like kids, they think, like, When are they getting home? And they've literally left 10 minutes ago, no like, object yeah. permanence whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, object permanence. I like that expression. Yeah. So, speaking of no object permanence, where's where's Ella? Uh, I would love to know. <laughs> All right, so Vadim, Catherine, it's closing in on 3 a.m. The crew is reporting in all stations. They explained to the captain that there was some water taken down on deck six, but they had sealed the bulkheads. Um, the ship is not any much worse for where she's floating a little, you know, nose heavy, but the bar- barometer appears. Okay. Just a little bit of rain, nothing falling into terrible storm levels. Uh, everything else with the exception of the, the, the wiring and phase cabin and the hallway where there's some lights out. Other than that, the ship handled it, well, they do finally inform him, though, that, you know, one of the crewmen's been locked up and, you know, hogtied for the murder of Tommy, uh, that he had, you know, filleted him with a knife. Uh, and that's that's sort of where we're at. So is he uh, does he seem uh, mentally stable? The yeah. captain, the captain, what's his what's his, um, his wits are coming about him. Uh, he's you know, he's he's definitely he's taking it all in. He He's more questions than answers at this point, but he's, he seems to be in his facilities. Like he's, okay. He's, he's so on top he's, of he's okay for us to start. Cause we need to explain to him that, I mean, he's lost several crew members. Yes. You know, that were carried off by, you know, the, uh, the Bayaki and things like that. Yep. Right. Yeah. He's not taking, I mean, it, you know, you get that feeling. I, of like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, you know, demons flew over the ship and carried away crew members, but, you know, try to tell him that there was, you know, uh, you know, some, some turbulence or something. We lost some crew overboard, that type of thing. Right. 
Um, Some tomfoolery. Yes, just trying to just trying yeah. to get him updated as to ship status, who's dead and who isn't. <laughs> and yeah, and he takes all that in. He's he's he says, I I think, I think we need to you know I I need to alert the admiralty. I need to, you know, tell them that there's been some some issues and we're at least the company and and, and tell them that I've I've lost hands. I, this is going to be. There's going to have to be an investigation. I mean, I, I, I don't. I think that's the only thing to do here. We, we, I, I should probably radio ahead and let them know that we, you know, there's been Captain. There's been... May, may I make a suggestion? The, the, uh, the danger seems to have passed, but uh, I, for one, am, am not entirely comfortable remaining here. Can we make our priority to, to get where we need to go as fast as possible? No, no, I, I, I know, and I, I mean, I, I, my intention is to steam as, as best as she will bear. But I, I, I do think I, I need to, to send a telegraph or a, a wire or something. Your, your business is your business, sir. Yes, but what about, um, what about um? Th- there is a person unaccounted for. Leave no one behind, type of thing. Well, if if everything is in control here, Catherine, uh, one of us should go down and check on. I'm Faye going. And Jack. I'm, I'll go. Do you I'll, want me I'll to go. stay here with Captain? If you could be so kind. Um, is there any concerns? Anything I need to look out for in his condition? Um, if his eyes go crossed, call me immediately. Don't let him sleep. He may want to. Don't let him. Aye, coffee. Yes, lots of it, but not too much that his heart rate goes all wonky. Okay. He gets the idea. Some yeah. coffee. Um. <laughs> coffee. Not too much, not too little. You know, it, meter out on, that caffeine. Understand dosing. Come on. <laughs> You've got this. Um, yeah. All right. So, Catherine, you're going to head down. Vadim, he's he's really thinking to himself now. It, it's been over an hour. Um, he, you know, he. Uh, at this point, he's not increased speed to where they were. They were at steady and cruising, but he's thinking of going faster. But he does want to at least radio in and, t- and tell the company that they've had some some issues and they've lost time. This and, will also give and him a chance. Critch is in the radio room, correct? Critch is in the radio room, right? Yes. Oh yes. no. So I, um, Captain, I, I understand you need to use radio. Um, you you need to you need to know something about your man Critch. He is uh, currently uh, locked up in the radio room. Was was is he involved in some chicaneries? Captain, I am not sure what his uh, issue is, but he seems to have um, he seems to have uh, have lost his mind in some way or fashion. He is oh. acting like lunatic, and I thought it best for danger to self or others that he he be locked away. Well, Mr. Vadim, if you appreciate your assistance, uh, I think we should get him down to his cabin then and and secure him there. Um, do you, if you need, can, can you grab can a sidearm? Can you leave the bridge alone for a time? Oh, well, I, I mean, to clear him, I, I, we're on a steady course. The, sh- the ship's fine. Um, it'll only take a few moments, I'm hoping. Anything longer than that, I will I will send for someone. It, it should be okay. At your direction, Captain. I am at your disposal. And I am... I have my own sidearm, sir. 
Oh, very well. So they make their way over to the radio room. Um, yeah, you, whatever you did to jury rig it closed, you, uh, you open it and hunched over the telegraph. Oh, somebody's been communicating. Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when you put him in the radio room, I went, he was trying to talk. I got, I, I'm thinking he's going to go for the fucking telegraph. He's a first officer. He'll know how to send code. What are we like? And I, I turned to the captain and say, you, you may have problem with company. Captain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has just, she's over, you know, she's gone. They've taken her. You know, he's just spilling the tea on everything that he witnessed. But he's he does just... sound like a lunatic. Sure. Sure. Yeah. On Morse code. <laughs> you know, the... I'm getting the strangest read <laughs> messages from Katrina. <laughs> yeah. She's gone? Overboard? Large wings? Burnt yeah. toast? Monoliths in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Horror. <laughs> Burnt toast. <laughs> Burnt toast. <laughs> Is someone having a stroke? I don't know. But I'm he, about to. he turns and looks at you, Vadim, as you come in. Haggard. Sallowed eyes. Just this is a human being who looked into the void and can't get out. And and he's just and he keeps tapping. They need to know. I can't let this happen to anyone else. I need to tell them. And the captain's like, Mr. Vadim, you have the, my permission to remove him from that radio. <laughs> um, Get him. I take, I take, the, I take the butt of my gun and I knock him out. Oh, Critch. All right. Yep. He he's, 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 uh, he's, he's a danger to himself and others. He needs to be rendered harmless. You And, and he is. <laughs> so now, it's... Now I can... Uh, <laughs> and then I, I as if as he as he slumps over from being from being cold cocked, so I kind of lean down, I fire him and pick him up, and I say, I turn to the captain and I say, "What would you like him?" Well, uh, I guess there's, there's a cabin uh, below, uh, just one deck down. It'll be marked as first mates. You can you can place him in there, sir. And and here is the key. I I, I carry my keychain with me at all times, and he pulls it off, and he's like, "You can." Secure him there. Uh, just make sure he doesn't... In his desk drawer, I believe, is where he keeps his pistol. You may want to confiscate that. I will search the room. Is Does anybody else have access to that room? Uh, not without a master key, Mr. Vodham. I, I, I would ha Only myself and Critch would have it, and his keys should be on him. So, And the captain reaches down, he takes his keys, and is like, Ah, there it is. He won't get out now. Okay. All right, I follow his directions to go down to his cabin and see if I can secure him down there. Oh, yeah, no problem. All right, so, okay. Catherine, you run down. Uh, you, you, I guess you enter the door in, in the timing-wise. Jack is, you know, pounding on his knees. He's Faye looks, and as you throw the door open, they're like, Ella! Because, you know, they think Ella's just come back through the door. Like, they're, hope they're not expecting that door to open for any reason. And you hear them scream Ella as you enter. No, no not Ella, just me. Oh, what God are you doing? Damn it. I thought, oh my God, I thought it finally worked. We're, we're trying to open up the portal again so that we can get her back. The portal. Yeah, what else would we be doing down here? I don't know. 
looking for her? We are looking for her when we when we open that portal that we so desperately need so that we can go and get her back. Catherine, it hasn't dawned on them that she could be somewhere else on the ship. They focused pretty much on this room and that door. So you've searched the whole ship. You've enlisted the crew members. No. No, you don't understand. Have you tried looking throughout the rest of the boat? Are you going to get mad if I tell you no? When someone comes in for an illness, even if I presume I know what it is, I do a full body scan. Jack sort of kind of ignores Catherine and is just sort of focused on Faye and is just sort of looking at Faye, like not really sure what to say because he, this has been like a huge discovery moment for him. Like he, right. Something that he didn't even realize traveled beyond his childhood. Somebody shares and yet their vision is very different and somehow they're linked. And so like, he's having a hard time getting his head out of that. So all of the standard Catherineisms that are coming at him, they're like bouncing off. He's not like really hearing any of it. He's sort of lost in thought and sort of staring at Faye because Faye is sort of the focal point for what he's thinking of. Okay. Makes sense. Faye um, is looking at him and she nods sort of silently understanding what's going on. And she turns back to Catherine. What? Look. We've been we've been trying to mimic the drums, the drums, right? The ones that I was hearing the the whole time that we were in mm-hmm. whatever the hell, right? Right. And Jack and I were able to do it, and I opened up the door, and for a for a few seconds, I saw three three men dressed in tribal just in tribal dress. So people snuck on the boat. No. They were there one second and then they were gone. I think that I was able to... Dimensions, what... Catherine, it's what I told you about what happened when I was in the Amazon when I was younger. The, The whole me traveling between two planes... But I didn't know how it happened. It's happening again. And I don't fully understand it. Jack is somehow connected. He heard the same drums when he was younger in Africa. And I know that we should probably go check the ship, the ship, but I'm worried that we don't have enough time. We need to get her back. And this is the only thing that I can think of that is going to work. It's been nearly an hour. It's been more than that now. It's been more than an hour. Yeah, no. Have have you guys been aware of this? You, you don't understand. Clearly, I don't. And she... We, she and I have been to the same place long before we knew each other. And, and somehow, that's and where is... Ella is. Now. But she's there. We visited... Or were visited upon, but she is there. We need okay. to get there. We need to find a way to open that door and bring her back. There are bad things there. Cool. Granted. Um, 
not sh this is this is insane this is insane she you know you know what maybe is there a porthole yeah not big enough for a human being okay porthole not window okay port you no, don't know uh, how big the porthole is yeah no no portholes on the old ships are really okay. enough just to get an, you know your two eyes on If you're asking me to wrap my head around and comprehend what you're saying, I'm not going to. Um, and I'm not asking you to. Okay, well, I, I don't see a solution here. I don't see... I don't know what I'm seeing. She shuts the door, she opens the door, she shuts the door, she opens the door. It's a fucking door! It's not just a door. It's... It, that door... Okay, that door, when we opened it, swamp water came in. Do you? And then I go over to my bed and I'm like, I violently grab at the cover and I'm pointing at it and I go, does that look like it came from the ocean? Does that look like, does it smell like salt water in here to you? It smells like shit because our room got flooded. It smells like shit because our room got flooded, Faye. Fine. She steps back. Open the door. We need to drum more. You've been drumming for over an hour. And it wasn't enough. We need more people. We need your help. What if this water swept her out and she ended up over the side? I don't know. What if she's struck her head somewhere and she she's... What if she's down the hall in the dark? We don't know that. You look, haven't if, looked. You've been drumming in here for over look, an hour. And look, Catherine... If that's how you think that you're going to be useful in this situation, then look. You weren't in here when the water came in. You don't understand. You haven't heard the drums in your head. You haven't dealt with anything like this. And I know you're scared, and I'm scared too. But if you think about it, and I know in the back of your head... You know that she's not on this ship. I think that you're clinging to that because that's the only sane thing and you're scared of what this could actually be. Now we're going to keep drumming and I'm going to do whatever I need to do to get Ella back, but... This is all I know what to... This is all I know how to do. I don't understand it, and but I do know that for a split second I saw three people there. Faith, you there's one other thing that I did say that may tie Catherine's mind to this. I look at her again, and I say, the dress that they were wearing looked exactly like what was on John's wall. Now that's up to Catherine if that helps or hurts. You're terrified and potentially just making leaps and bounds and connections. John's drawings and doodles, whatever they were, half of it was nonsense. The art was, it, it, it looked like, 
this is Lauren understanding what the word primitivism is in art, but um, it, it looks like any cave scratchings, Faye. Maybe, maybe you're grasping at straws. Maybe it's right. I don't know. Drum away. I'm going out. Do you go looking for Ella around the ship? Yeah. Do you, you enlist some help? Okay, so you're going to be yeah. busy with that for a little while. All right. Bottom, back up to you and the captain. Uh, he he does end up sending out a message. His Morris is a little bit rusty. Uh, but um, with the time of night, he does eventually get through to a telegraph operator who will pass it through to the shipping company uh, at their docking. Uh, but more than likely, he won't get a full response until, you know, some a few hours later. The um, They get all their hands. He calls a meeting, Vadim, and he gets the hands on deck, and he starts getting – it looks like he's starting to go about business as usual okay. trying to and trying to get a feel. Like he said, listen, we'll deal with the, the murder at hand first. All souls on the ship have to be taken care of. Is the boat afloat? Yes. Is she steaming? Yes. Is she gaining propulsion speed? Yes. So – He's going down a checklist of what do I need to do to make sure that this boat, this ship, is moving in direction as it is, and what's my overall, you know, like, ship, li- you know, the lives, the ship, make sure all that's working. Then we'll deal with each individual event. That, and So that seems like a, a well-thinking mind, right? Like he's organized in the right pattern. Absolutely. And and my, I, you know, I... I uh... I'm listening to what he says, if he needs affirmation, if he needs a, a voice to, to bounce off of, that type of thing. I'm I'm just kind of anticipating and trying to be everything that he needs me to be. And sure. I've made my decision. I'm Until I hear otherwise, I'm not leaving this man's side. Because okay. if something happens to him, the ship's in trouble. Yeah, no, no. This is, right, the boat is, the boat is key. So when he goes in and sends the telegraph, when he reaches an operator, he sent it, you know, it's they send their date and time at their location as part of the, uh, the you know, as they tap it out. Sure. He gets back that they've lost 13 hours. You were not in what you were in as far as your body rhythm tells you was 13 hours, probably more like half of that, like six to seven. Okay. So there was definitely a shift in time. So he's. He's like, it's the next day, you know, where I am on the chart. I'm, ha- I'm trying to get a reading, but it's raining. So that's going to be so he, they're, they're doing he's doing what he can at 19, the 1933 to get a feel of where he is. The fact that he didn't move, according to what you're telling him, he's having a hard time understanding that. Like, remember, a guy who doesn't have really anything to go on is now yeah. hearing, you know, we lost 13 hours where there's no propulsion on the water, the water, you know. We threw a desk over the side. Nothing was there. Like he's getting all this and it's just, but he's methodical. He's methodical. So that's the good sign. Well, you know, there is the, um, sailors are very superstitious. Agreed. You know, the, 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 uh, you know, the, the <clears throat> St. Elmo's fire and, you know, who knows what happened right, <laughs> at right, sea, right. at sea, you know, it is mystery. So just play, just play into that. Anytime he's questioning anything, just to kind of, you know, you know, one of those things, at least we didn't die by a sea serpent or something like that, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Would you like one? Uh, no, uh, the, <laughs> yeah, no, you've, your, your skill and your, your really good successes early on have kept him 
you know, like you said, if you were doing it to distract, that's one thing, but you were doing it to kind of validate, listen, we're okay. You know, we got out of it. Now we just have to make sure we understand. Captain, you maybe look at this first. Captain Webb, and you kind of get him through it. To the point now where at about 4 a.m., some of the men have joined Catherine. They're searching the boat for everyone, and he's now actually trying to make log entries to uh, so that it's in the log for the Admiralty when he lands to say, I lost men, and I have to explain what happened, and we have to, you know, what happened to the ship. And so he's doing it as gingerly as he can to make sense. I wasn't aware, you know, I was I was unconscious. I was taken care of by Miss Catherine Ross. He's putting all the names and all the, the details into the log. Yes, sir. All right. Yep. Sounds reasonable. Catherine, um, here's the situation. You and the rest of the crew mm-hmm. uh, have searched the boat. You've done everything you can with the exception of opening the, the, uh, the part of deck six, which took on some water early on. Um, but then, you know, it was fine because they, you know, they, they tied down that hatch. Everything was okay. With that exception, there is no it, hour and a half search. There's no sign of Ella. Okay. Her room's all there. All of her gear is there. Okay. Like her stuff is here. I start tearing through her room. What are you looking for? Books, paper, something. Okay. Something that explains where she went? Anything. Like, how does one find something? Dimensional poop. I- I'm looking for key words that other people have said in my presence. Dimensional poop? <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. No, like dimensional <laughs> stuff, like other dimensions, oh, oh. planes. I not just meant, like, not hogwash. Just I, th- I thought you were saying like dimensions, hogwash. I, th- I thought that's what you were saying. Yeah. No, no. Catherine, the, the it's journals. It's probably all going to sound like gibberish to me, but you know, f- for the, the vibe. The, yeah. The problem, the problem becomes that Ella writes most of her things in some sort of a, of a, a shorthand that sh- only she can read because it's damning testimony in some cases. So people like that tend to have a, some sort of a, a systematic way of, of of formulating what they're saying so that they can recall it or someone who's trained can recall it. Nothing of her, the, the few books that she's able, I mean, she doesn't carry a library. She carries a steamer's trunk if at best. And it really wasn't meant for, you know, her skills and her skill sets tend to deal more as a mentalist, you know, a clairvoyant. She's not really jumping through the, the ether. That's not her gig. So I'm going to say on this particular, on the boat, you got nothing. With the few texts she has, no. Great. This is great. Awesome. And like that kind of like dead, yeah. like, well, I got fucking nothing. Which is hard for Catherine, I know. Um, yeah, um, I, I, I don't want to produce dead air. I, I have absolutely nothing. Uh, there's nothing to do in there. Right now, there's nothing in Ella's room that's going to, I mean, in time, when you collect her things, you may be able to get to somebody somewhere who can use them to try to reach out and and see if her consciousness is aware of where you are and what's going on. But at the moment, she's not, you know, she's not on the same plane as you. She's not where you are. She's floating or she is in a material place that runs skew to yours um the Greylands, limbo purgatory there's a million names for it 
Ghana, you know, there's these, these names that people give to these places that don't, that run shadow to ours. And somehow Ella ended up there. Jack and Faye, over to you. Your hands are swelling and red from just pounding on your knees and your, your thighs for for going on two hours. And the two of you know that there must be something else that sets this off. But the drumming on just your skin is not producing it. And in all honesty, the only time the drums were, were seemed the drums were Faye's cue. They were your cue, Jack. But during this time, you didn't hear the drums. So only Faye did. That leads you to think, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you that. Like, you had made a statement in the last episode. Hmm. Faye, you must be the key. Something about what happened to you. Mm-hmm. Jack, I think your character at this point would probably be honing in on that. Like... Yeah, well, I think that, you know, their experiences, while similar, are not the same. So right, right, right. where she heard the drums and that was the that was the gateway to her entering that sort of plane or that correct, that thin veil uh, for Jack, it was visual. It was first visual. They saw the fire from a distance. You just and nailed it. At Jack's is flames. Jack got pulled. Through. Jack saw. Right. The flame what was and the coming woman and the shadows. through the big bonfires and the shadows. So, so your I think it, perception it matter. We're not going to find her on this boat. I don't think. I, I think we're not going to. We're going to like. I think it's somewhere else. I think it, it. It. It almost doesn't matter. Like it sounds weird, but I think that we theoretically could go wherever we're going to that land. Possibly channel and bring her there, but it could be mere minutes for Ella. Or it could have already been years. I don't know. But I don't necessarily believe that time and um, and distance play a role in what's going on. And I, and I have no, Jack has no interest in trying to convert Catherine because I think he, there were so many realizations that, that smacked him at once really hard across the face, which is that not only that he shares this thing with Faye, but this is something so much larger that is going on that there are probably many people that have experienced this. And as much as he's understanding that and that these are pieces to a much larger puzzle that they have to figure out and that that damn witch doctor knew more than he thought, but that he is very keenly aware that Catherine is a, is a person devoid of faith that Catherine is not a believer of basically anything that he can see. She's a doubting Thomas. She, she needs to see and to touch something in front of her. And even at that moment, if it's something she doesn't want to believe in, she still may not. So he's not going to put any energy into trying to train her because I don't think it's, or he doesn't think it's going to have an effect on her. It's just going to cause problems. But I think that we need to go. We were going to Australia, were we not? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. we need to go to Australia. I don't think she's on the boat anywhere. And I, I don't think that Catherine's not going to believe that Catherine's going to search the entire boat and then, and then come to the conclusion that she jumped overboard. Catherine. Ka- yeah. Catherine. That's what I was thinking. Catherine went into her journal to look for, like I'm going to the obelisk and I don't give a shit. I'll swim there if I have to. I thought that's what Catherine was trying to find. Um, I was looking for, and I, I realized that keepers love when their players do this, but anything journal entries or right. you know looking through the magic books anything with a piece of paper does she have any like 
spooky objects that you know she could pick up not knowing what they are oh look it's a mortar it's a mortar and pestle but she's using it like a sound bowl come back to me like i, I don't know yeah you know I I, mean? there <clears throat> I, ella has uh her sword is there uh, you know there's there's things that are definitely ella i mean, I mean does she have uh the singing bowls uh for possibly it, it uh, was know, a, that that one was more like yeah. a joke but the so you the a idea bowl? the idea is is that you have no way right now for this is more so jack and Faye's side catherine being the practical sees nothing that indicates ella is on this ship ella therefore is obviously off the ship and somewhere in the water now what does that mean in the indian ocean that means a really shitty time because it's huge and we've been um, sailing for now over two hours. Two hours. Away from her. Correct. And now you're up to about 10, 10 knots. So you're really, I mean, you're talking about at least 18 to 20 nautical miles, if not, you know, more. And and in the dark. And Yeah. To Jack and Faye, they have no way of piercing the veil at the moment. They can't generate what's necessary to do that. They're not that people. They've witnessed it. They've been involved in it. Something's triggered it, but they don't know. They're, Jack thinks it has something to do with flame, and Faye has to do with with that tribal drumming. So, got to find some place or someone who can help them learn or figure out what this means or, or explain the whole situation. And you're right. That's going to probably end up being in Australia. You're going to need somebody else involved. So, um and that doesn't offend me. Good. I, I was trying. I wasn't trying to offend you, Catherine. I was saying. No, I think she, she. I think she said that. Uh, she said that in the chat when I was saying about she's not going to believe it. And oh, and, oh, oh and, I'm and sorry. obviously that was the character that obviously that yeah, yeah, obviously no, wasn't uh, Lauren. No, no, no. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, like, no. That's who Jack's, she is. That's who that character is. And Jack's yes. interpretation was completely correct. And it's like, oh, she has no faith. She's a doubting Thomas. Yeah. Blah blah blah. That doesn't offend me. No, because she's a scully, right? She's She has that sort of medical examiner. It can be – just because I can't explain it doesn't mean it's not explainable. It means well, I don't I, understand it I think it the yet. point I was trying to make is that before that moment, before that <clears throat> transcendent moment that Jack had with Faye, Jack was half in Catherine's camp. He was in a world of what can I touch, what can I feel, what can I see, and he was refusing to understand or believe – what the what the old witch doctor had told him sector yeah sector he was refusing to be part of that world and it was essentially the english in him was refusing to go native and essentially in that moment he became fully native and he understands that or he believes that he's part of this much huger he's part of a puzzle that he needs to figure out but uh, that everything he's starting to doubt everything that everything he believed that he thought was real is is not is not a given you know what I mean? That there's so much more out there that you can't touch and you can't see. So that's really what I was getting at is that where he had this sort of sense of understanding of Catherine, she now seems incredibly foreign to him. And it's almost as if he's it started speaking in a different language. Mentally. Okay. Got it. Vadim, uh, up on the deck. Uh, yeah. The captain's finally got most of he's made notes. It's closing in on almost 5 a.m., uh, Cookie's already getting breakfast ready. Uh, he's gonna get you know get a warm meal and everybody. The uh, the electrics haven't been sorted out on the deck down below yet, where Faye and and Jack have been have been in Catherine looking through the stuff. But 
Catherine, I'm assuming eventually you would wander back up right to the bridge and let Vadim know that, that she's gone. Oh, yes. Um, checking in that no crew members need cuts and bruises bandaged up, checking on the captain's concussion. I need to be useful right now. Right. Because I'm not very useful. So um, the guy down below who did the killing. Yeah. Uh, he is absolutely befuddled beside himself and not understanding how anybody could think it was him that did it. He is absolutely just, and I'm not talking crazy. He honestly thinks he's sane and everybody else is going to like, let me out of here. What are you doing? Why am I tied like this? I would never hurt Tommy. Tommy was my friend. What are you talking about? This is crazy. I wouldn't do this. And they're like, you had the knife in your hand. You did it. It may be fruitless. I want to talk to him. All right. Oh, Vadim, do you want to be with Catherine when she talks to him? No, not him. Knocked out guy. You want to talk to Critch? Yeah. Okay. That's going to require you. Do you want, she comes up to the bridge. Did you want to go with her down there and just kind of keep going? Oh, yeah. All right. I, I, I tell the captain, you know, captain, I will be back in a moment and, and, uh, tell Catherine that I have the key to his, to his birth. Yep. All right. So the two of you make your way down. This will be where we end for the night when we get there. But, um, so you arrive at the first mate's cabin, uh, Catherine. It's, it's, again, it's, it, you, it's been hours, guys. You're tired, right? It's starting to get late. Uh, it's, it, well, so late it's early, as they say in one of my favorite movies. It's so late it's early. Um, but they, yeah, so you're outside of his door. Wooden door has, you know, first mate on it. That him, you put the key in. He's sitting there just looking out. Now, he has a window. He has an actual, he's in a place where there's actually like enough glass where he can look out of the seas. And he's just. porthole type thing. Yeah, bigger. Yeah, right. It's almost like a small window. Probably enough where a person could, if he really tried, could get out. And uh, he's sitting in the chair near his desk. And he's just rocking in this desk chair that the old kind that they're on wheels. And it kind of just makes the springs. Just making that creaking sound as he's rocking back and forth. The door opens. You guys step in. He's got one light on over the desk. The rest of the cabin's dark. Decent sized cabin for a first mate. I mean, you know, bed, the whole bit. Sea chest, the whole, yeah, not nine mm-hmm. times. What do you want to say, Kevin? Because he doesn't even turn around. He's just looking out the window that. Mr. Critch, may we come in? They've already come in. Who's. Okay. What difference does it make if you enter as well? Who's coming? They took him. Him? Yes. Clem dragged him away. You were there, Miss Ross. I know I was there, but that wasn't a them. That was an it. That was a monster, and the monster is dead. We probably look like monsters to them. Maybe. I don't have wings and a fucking beak, though, so I'd like to think I look more normal. From where they come from, they could have been innocent children. Could have just been on their way somewhere else. So all we were trying to do was get somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And then those innocent children decided to do ter- a terrible thing, and 
your friend. I'm so sorry. He fell in the void. Like a shark. In the water, it's just... Swimming past... Can't help it. Hunger drives it. Motivates it. And they feed. Okay. Keeper, can you repeat that line for me? He says... The, the, like the cre- he's still talking about the creatures in the air. Okay. You know, they're motivated by hunger. They just drove on and they we ran into are. something. They took. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said the void, it feeds. Uh, th- he did reference the void. Yes, he did. He referenced the void. But as in the, the water or what? The, right. Exactly. Like the, the water void. Water yes, lack yeah. thereof. Yes. Okay. Um, Mr. Critch. Earlier on the deck, I thought I heard you say something. And I wrote it off as madness. But perhaps there's something to what you say, and maybe I need to stop doing that so much. Who took her? Don't know. Didn't see him. Him? Came in, though. Who? Where? How? What? Light. Just through the side of the ship. Didn't Light? you feel him? N- no, I was busy. I was helping people, which is what I'm trying to do for my friend. So Gath- Gathered help- her up and dragged her away. Could it have- Are you referring to our companion? The one who was on deck. Calling to him. Calling for him. Vodham looks at Catherine and kind of gravely nods like that's definitely confirmation. Right. Um. Yogg-Sotha is the key. Yogg-Sotha holds the keys. Now she's gone. Gone where? Don't know. Where okay. were we? When it all happened. Where were we? I I wish I knew. Took her. Not sure she's ever coming back. She will. She'll be all right. Is that their choice? Don't think it gave her much of a choice. Didn't give Clem a choice. I don't think they're used to asking. Mm. Just taking. Is there a piece of paper in the room? A pen? Oh, yeah, he's a writing desk. He's a first mate. Okay. Mr. Critch, may I have a piece of paper and a pen? Find an ink and cartridge right there with the inkwell if you want to write. I would, thank papers, you. Papers anywhere you find it. Um, I don't care if I have to use my hand to do it, but I draw like a rudimentary kind of stick figure, like a primitive looking figure. I try to recall the artwork that John had on the wall. Okay. Uh, would you like me to make a roll for this? 
I don't even know what role it would be. Arts and crafts. Uh, do arts uh, and crafts. Yeah. Do you have arts and crafts? I, I don't have arts and crafts, but I'm I'm kind of gonna talk my way into this a little bit. It's a primitive stick figure looking thing. That's fine. Do I really need to roll for for no. that? Okay. I, I memory intel. I mean, anything, education is always going to be what you can recall. Okay. Intelligence is what for... you come up with an idea. And I, I rolled for education. I did not make it. But can I still attempt to draw something on my hand? You On your hand or the paper? If there's paper, paper. If not, I'll oh, use no, my hand. Oh, no, the paper. Okay. So I take a piece of paper and I draw like a sort of stick figure. Uh-huh. Now, Mr. Critch, I'm not a very good artist, okay? But my friend thinks she saw something and now he is he australian been there a bunch of times been there she said it may have looked tribal have you ever seen anything maybe art that looks like this yeah something similar where ayers rock okay where is that? Heartland. Deep into the outback of Australia. Get there by train and some walking and riding. But yeah, they're there. Who's there? Those people. Okay. Ones your friends saw. Looks like that. Like, like that. Are are these people friendly to outsiders? Done them some wrongs through the years. Depends on who you talk to. Okay. But Makes sense. They don't have her. No, I... But they'll know who does. Thank you. And that's where we'll call it for tonight. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.